live from the ruins of Hong Kong, it's the That's Canon Podcast. Live from the That's Canon Sports Network, I'm Jack Auger, and joining me is... Jacob Shestro. And we are here to talk about the death match, well, <laughs> between Godzilla and Kong in Hong Kong. Jacob, what are your thoughts? Well, you know, it's true that Kong bows to no one. We knew that going in. And Kong stood his own, he stood his ground, and ultimately... He did come up a little short, but Godzilla very clearly showed him some respect for his grit, his determination, and for the fact that he passed to no one. And I did, would you say that Godzilla forfeited the match at the end because he kind of had this real recognizes real moment and then just left? What I would <laughs> just... say is that Godzilla respectfully, you know, after making it clear that he was the superior of the two, he, he respectfully said, look, I'll leave you alone. You leave me alone. Why don't you go hang out in your new home, the hollow earth? And then Kong jumped down a hole and left, left yes. earth entirely. What did you think about the surprise uh, guest of the night? Mechagodzilla just joining the ring without saying anything Nobody, like, there was a battle going on, and then Mechagodzilla just enters the ring and tries to fight both of them. Yes. And then ultimately gets his ass kicked. Yes, with a little assist from spilling coffee on your keyboard. So that was that was a nice sort of way. That was how he had to be weakened, you know, in order to, to set that up, which... Uh, I have never seen a I, more rigged fight in my entire I know, life. I know. You know, For it, sure, the refs were in it for uh for Kong and Godzilla the entire time and uh you know I don't want to call foul play I don't want to I don't have any evidence of collusion here I don't know what the powers that be I don't know if they had money on this game I don't know what the gamblers were up to the mafia I know that that there's a big mafia in Hong Kong in China I know that and the yakuza in Japan could have had a hand in this and you're saying that they used to say I'm not saying anything I'm not you're not saying anything. any concrete allegations all I am saying is that this was odd. <laughs> there are some discrepancies that we saw here. Uh, on an unrelated note, I would also like to send prayers out to the 450,000 people who were smashed <laughs> under Godzilla and, and Kong's feet, battle axe, lasers. We, we feel for you and your family. Where do you, where do you stand on, on Kong having a battle axe? And Godzilla not having any weapon other than his own fire breathing or ice breathing, whatever you want to call that, you know, laser beam. The thing ice is, beam. it's clear that Kong is at a disadvantage in terms of power. I don't want, again, this is another discrepancy that I'm not, I'm not going to blame on anyone, but we are used to Kong being smaller than a building and having to scale up a building and take that taking several hours. Scale and, up the largest building in the world. At the time. But, regardless, Godzilla towers over buildings. It towers over Japanese buildings, and which it's, are notoriously smaller it than is, It is clear, even with that being said, that Godzilla had something in the tank to get him to Godzilla's size. Or that Kong had something in the tank. I don't know what, what I said. But that Kong, I don't know if he's juicing. I don't know if someone supplied him with some sort of... Uh, other kind of performance enhancing drug. And even so 
he still didn't have enough. And he still did not have the power to take Godzilla 1v1 and needed a weapon just to close the gap. What Kong said during his weigh-in was that, you know, substances from the Hollow Earth don't aren't can't be illegal because we didn't know they existed. Uh, until, I see. So, so we had, didn't legislate so, against them specifically. Right. So he he got, he found that, the loophole. I didn't find that to be a very uh, convincing argument. And Godzilla, in response, his counter argument was, uh, <laughs> and that I thought was very convincing. I thought he made a very good point when he, when he said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we've run this bit into the ground. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we watched Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah, and, we did. And, uh, you know, don't don't listen to this if you want this movie spoiled. But you don't want this movie spoiled. Go watch it. Yeah, go watch so, it. So, I feel like we should talk about this. I feel like this movie is like kind of the biggest movie of 2021 so far. I feel like it's like maybe bigger than Justice League. I've been hearing, uh, well, I listened to a podcast that alleged that this movie grossed decently well for a for a pandemic film and that this is like, well, Justice League didn't get a theatrical release. Correct. But but I think that this one is, is... It will in other countries. Justice League will? Yeah. Huh, okay, I didn't know that. But this is a... You know, I feel, and I feel like I follow some movie people on Twitter. I feel like this is sort of the talk of the town. Well, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I don't have any data here. I'll see if I can find anything. But I have. I, I think that this is sort of maybe this is the return to the movies that we've been waiting for. I I I hope so. It's. Uh, I mean, it's only been what two days, right? Yeah, we're we're recording Friday. It came out Wednesday. Um. So this it says it has the best opening day of any movie during the pandemic, uh, making nine point six million on opening day. It's like, it's like it's crazy that you know that like you say that and in my head I'm like man that's barely anything but like that is still a lot of money just to, to like casual folks. It but, says uh, it uh, opened last week in the international box office and has collected one hundred twenty one million today. Nice, that's awesome. So good for Godzilla vs Kong. Yeah, you know we're back. The movies are back. So, so that's something to celebrate. Um, this movie, I'm conflicted, Jacob, yeah. because we watched it together. We yeah. were like, let's we're gonna we can't watch this alone, and we watched it. Not in theaters. We watched it on HBO. Correct. We watched it on HBO. Um, I think this would be a great one to see in the theater. I I agree. I agree. You know, uh, my final vaccinations in like twelve days. You know, a couple weeks after that, it's the movie theater going time. You know, but uh, for me, that's that's when I'll feel comfortable. You know, but um, <clears throat> but this movie's kind of sucked. Like for so, a while. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's true. It's it's the the thing about the pandemic is that like so you had Tenet, right? And Tenet was sort of the like the big budget movie that was kind of going to be the experiment. If this works, then we'll feel the studios said we'll feel a little more comfortable releasing our big stuff 
and Tenet, I don't want to say it flopped, but it, I don't think that it garnered the return that they had anticipated it would, and I think that that really scared studios from releasing their big sort of A-list stuff, and so that's why you keep seeing uh, Black Widow get pushed back, James Bond get pushed back, Mission Impossible get pushed back, and um, I think that this was the first, I think, sort of A-list franchise movie uh, that has sort of really been successful in terms of the box office. Things are starting to open up. I mean, Tenet, Tenet um, I think that most movie theaters were closed. Yeah, yeah Tenet didn't open until... It was the like movie that most theaters that reopened reopened with. Four. They were like, yeah, exactly. hey, like, we're, we're open, I saw, come see Tenet. I did like, see Tenet in theaters with my mother. Um, we were social distance masked the whole time, you know, the, the good stuff. I did not catch COVID, but... Um, I did see Tenet in theaters and I, and I was disappointed in it. So I was glad that, that Kong comes out and maybe, maybe people are going to come back to the movies. I think that, I think that, you know, so Tenet is, I mean, this isn't a Tenet podcast, but I will, I will say this real quick. Like, I think that a Godzilla versus Kong was, would have always made more money than a Christopher Nolan movie. Like I kind of, yeah, I, I mean, kind of the think the Dark Knight movies got, got close to the billions. That's in that's a different thing. But what I think did Inception gross? Um, I'm not sure. But I, f- like, I feel like I feel like Christopher Nolan is in is in that area. I, f- I feel like I guess it, the, the real question would be what did like Interstellar gross? Like, Inception grossed 830 million. Okay, well, what did I? I think that Nolan would have competed with this in terms of a gross. See, Interstellar grossed 188 million. Okay, and Interstellar was uh, I okay. feel like a little more. No, it didn't. This says Interstellar grows seven hundred million. When I I on Wikipedia. Oh oh, I just searched Interstellar gross and it and it said one hundred eighty eight million, but that's in U.S. and Canada. So worldwide, six. This said six hundred seventy seven. Okay. So okay okay, but regardless, <clears throat> point is the point is is I think that. Tenant mid pandemic, like and then, like when like still there's a ton of shit that's not even open, and then Godzilla versus Kong when End everything's opened, and, yeah. like it's it's not exactly fair, right? That's, like, that's a good point. Like, but I do again. Tenant was meant to open everything else back up, right? That people were supposed to return to the movies in the midst of the pandemic, even so, right? But but. You know that's just crazy. Yeah, that's that's like well, it 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 uh yeah. I, you know, I saw I saw Tenant in a drive-in, um, and and I and I thought that that was you know, it's a bad. I don't like. I don't think the drive-in movie theaters is like the optimal experience. Yeah, it's man. it's especially for a movie like that. Like, um, but but Godzilla versus Kong is something that I would have loved to see in theaters. You know what I watched last night? What. I watched John Wick, really, which, I, which okay. I've seen a couple of times. Um, but like, I was like, this would be such a fantastic movie to show in the theaters. Like, right, I would yeah. love that would bring me back. Like, That's John, what I'm like if yeah. they brought John Wick back into the theaters, I would probably like that'd be the first thing I saw when I got vaccinated. I'd be like, all right, like Let's John Wick, yeah, lots of shooting. I would also probably want to watch Godzilla versus Kong, despite the first forty-five minutes being re- relatively weak, but. That's a, like like the thing that I think this movie did well was 
it had a kind of a short period of time where it was boring. And then and then it got it went from boring to ludicrous in like like you know, it's like zero to sixty. Like the second that, that the second that it got ludicrous, it had been completely worthless and boring up until that point. Right. And then it got ludicrous and then it stayed ludicrous the entire time. You know, once they had Godzilla sedated and exactly. like on a gigantic yeah. boat, and then Godzilla came and fucked him up while he's chained, and like they had this big epic battle, and then that immediately led into going into like the Hollow Earth, which was a a a thing that I never thought that they would have like doubled down on, yeah, because that was like a one off line, just of like dumb. one, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> never explain. It's because it's not even like. I've theorized that there was a hollow earth. The guy literally just goes hollow earth and nothing else. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so, and so he was like, it must mean there's a hollow earth. And then now we're, we're follow Like they're like, that's the line of dialogue. Exactly. Like that, yeah. And, the and, entire movie will be based around this one <laughs> line of dialogue. And, and like, there's a part, like, I think the hollow earth in concept is a stupid idea it's but yeah <laughs> but i really think that it's funny that that they were like this is what we're doubling down on and uh and it and it made for just a fun ride yeah <laughs> no i appreciated ride. it yeah so it and, and, and what was and i so we both kind of stopped looking at stuff we didn't want to hear anything yeah i didn't um, want to be spoiled i was right. concerned that the trailers would give something away so i was like i'm gonna avoid it I'm not gonna watch right i'm just gonna go into the theaters strap in well not into the theaters but watch the movie strap in and just have just have a little fun right i and, will say um hold on, hold okay on. But during the opening credits, I was seeing a lot of stuff. I was seeing a lot of, uh, like, just, you saw the words Hollow Earth, like, a lot. all, th- all yeah. throughout the credits. And I was like, we're doing like, this. I was like, this is, this we're, is we're, awesome. Yeah. I thought they were just kind of making a joke. I didn't realize that we're committing to this, that yeah, they were sure. committing to this at that time. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm just saying I'm for it. Yeah. So I, I, I like based on what we had before with Kyle Chandler and Millie Bobby Brown being sort of the stars of the last movie, they, they kind of get pushed to the side a little bit here. Rightfully so. Which is fair. I mean, their family dynamic was by far the least interesting part of the last movie. And they really focused on that. And so here, that was the whole movie. Yeah, exactly. And so credit to the writers and uh, for working out that we don't need to be spending time on, divorced dad Kyle Chandler and uh Millie Bobby Brown doing whatever it is that they do because who cares show me the lizard and the monkey and show me some brawling and some buildings coming down that's all we need and they and they did that in spades yes and they did that in spades lovely um the side plot of Millie Bobby Brown and the like, now, podcast guy yeah Brian Tyree Henry, I think that's that's his name. Yeah. Um. He he's like a podcaster. Oh, he's like oh, a conspiracy sh- theorist. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Are we beefing with Godzilla versus Kong because of so, the way that they treated podcasters? They are. They there is a little bit of podcast um, heresy in this, but what I'll say is that it's kind of a conspiracy theory, Alex Jones type thing. And we don't have that type of podcast, and I think those types of podcasts can be can be a little damaging. So I'll uh, 
I will cut him some slack. But they didn't focus on him being a lunatic. They focused on... I mean, a little pod- bit. Well, he, they talk but- about how drinking fluoride messes with your brain. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, it's weird because he there's there's like a line about that, and it's not immediately clear that you're supposed to think that he's wrong or that like that's not true, which is again not true. Uh, but that's like a popular conspiracy theory for a long time. So tap water or bottle? Uh, I I drink both. I drink a lot of tap water though. I don't I don't mind drinking tap water at all. I I, I don't either. But I think that it's funny that like. He was like he told that New Zealand kid he was like, uh, "You look like you drink tap water." Yeah, and then he called him tap he water him, numer- yeah. numerous times. Exactly. So like, <laughs> yeah. um, so, tap water's safe, except in the places where it isn't. I guess, yeah, like I in guess Mexico City, right, or whatever, or like Flint, Michigan, or right. yeah, you know, like I guess, I guess we shouldn't be just promoting sure. tap water. Yes, tap water in Tallahassee, Florida, quite safe. Yes, I think it tastes fine. Long story short, my overall thoughts are just setup bad, characters bad, plot stupid, fights awesome. <laughs> that's that's basically everything. Yeah. Here the the movies is, so you like you said you it's it sets up uh, Godzilla and Kong. Essentially, you have Kong in this sort of Truman Show bubble that's like a simulation of Skull Island. But Kong knows that he's that, on Skull I thought Island. that was so stupid. It didn't make sense. He's like, not leaving Skull Island. I don't know why you felt the need to do that. Right. It didn't make sense. Yeah. And, like, and like if you make a bubble around him, like, when they did, like, a, the, the aerial shot of the containment center, it's very small. It is not the size of yeah. the island. And also, so like, you have to construct it around him so he would see that, or you would have to put him in it, which I assumed that he would work out what was happening when that was going on. So it doesn't it doesn't really make sense why and and it's not like it prevent like again it doesn't prevent him from leaving because he's not trying to leave right so I don't know why you can't just like monitor him yourself right yeah he's hard to miss yeah, he's very <laughs> large I don't I don't yeah. know why they felt the need to do that so there's that and then so that establishes two of our characters which is the girl scientist lady who's the Kong whisperer. And her adopted daughter, who is the real Kong Whisperer, who does sign language to King Kong, and we find out that Kong can do sign language back, and that and that he specifically asked this like nine year old deaf girl to not tell anybody that yes. he can. Don't tell sign. Don't tell your mom. He's embarrassed about it. Yeah, <laughs> he's uh, he doesn't want everyone to know that he can speak English, uh, which is great. Thank you. Thanks. I don't know. And. and we know that gorillas can speak sign language. We that we we had a gorilla that could do that like in the eighties. So the notion that that's meant to be this like big reveal is always like, I mean, yeah, of course he can, right? We know that they can do that. If he's just a big gorilla, then of course he can speak sign language. But like, but but I think that I think the thing is you still have to teach him, right? Like so, like this little girl, right, was like straight up just giving him like because the the mom was like shocked. That like he knew sign language, so I that led me to believe that they weren't like actively teaching him, and that like he wasn't picking it up or seemingly wasn't picking it up. Like mm. it le- it leads me to believe this little girl was straight up having private lessons uh, yes. with Kong, which like 
when would that have happened in her nine-year-old life? Like, how long has he been in this containment center? Probably not so long. You know, it probably wasn't until post-Godzilla Awakening 1, like, which would have only been about five-ish years from this point. Um, meaning she was, like, four. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, like, so how long has she been, like... And then, and then what parenting is that? What parenting is, like, oh, you're my six-year-old deaf daughter go hang out with the big monkey which happens like, a lot which, there's a yeah. lot the the girl gets a lot of one-on-one time with kong in a way that like you said is a little uncomfortable given that he is a you know massive man killing gorilla who you know right is ruthless and bows to no one so and it's, and it's like you have to the thing is it's like you have to figure out a time like when when were you comfortable to let her go do that by herself for the first time like I think that's terrible parenting. No, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, why? <laughs> why would you do that? It doesn't make sense. Um. So, so that's but that's the setup, right? Is that they're on Skull Island, and then Alexander Skazgard's sexy scientist is approached by the sort of. Uh, did we decide on an ethnicity for the? Is he Mexican? Is he? Oh yeah. Well, Spanish. It, the 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 actor is Mexican American. Okay. So, so I don't. Like, he I speaks. mean, his name is Walter Simmons. Yeah, but... <laughs> Wal- Christ, Walter Simmons. We don't know. We don't know why. We, this guy, again, speaks with a pretty heavy Spanish accent. Like you said, he's Mexican-American. The character's name is Walter Simmons. For, <laughs> and it's absolutely bizarre why you can't just call him a Spanish name. I don't know why they landed on Walter Simmons. But so that guy's named Walter Simmons, who is the – so he's like the evil – head of this science corporation apex Apex. it was obvious from about one second in that he was going to use the science to be a bad guy so not exactly shocking but he tricks the skazgard sexy scientist into getting king kong to try to go to the hollow earth to try to stop godzilla who attacked the apex facility in pensacola florida shout out to our panhandle that's you know that's where we're from, that area of Florida. So nice to see some Pensacola representation there. So that's like, it's like, why is Godzilla mad at Apex? Why is he attacking these people? And so that's sort of the thrust of the movie is they have to go into the hollow earth with Kong. And uh, so that they can set up this battle with Godzilla. And when, and when he goes into like when Walter Simmons, Mexican American, Walter Simmons um, goes to talk to, hot guy Alexander Skarsgård he looks like he's got he's got a full beard he's got kind of disheveled hair he looks disheveled like he just looks like he's like been locked away in a, in a pandemic honestly yeah. like yeah. <laughs> like just been locked away hasn't been doing anything and the next time that he's revealed he's clean shaven like haircut looks like a hot guy and yeah. it took me a while it took me until he said his name, Dr. Like Nathan Lind or whatever, to be like, that's the, the same, same guy? guy? Yeah, yeah. Be, and not because I'm bad at recognizing faces, which I am. He but doesn't like, look... And but like, it's because it... It's, he, it's, so he's in this dimly lit room doing science, and then in the next shot, he's on a boat, and it's well lit, and it's sort of sunlight directly on his face, and so it's like uh, all of those changes combined sort of like you said, it's it's a little odd. 
it's 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 odd and it also didn't make any sense for why it would happen like like you know he didn't have some like transformation that like is symbolic of him like deciding like that he needs to do the right thing which is like to go do this like he was on board from the from the jump mm-hmm. like Walter Simmons was like hey I need you to do this and he was like all right like I, I like it might be difficult, but I'm gonna try. I like, don't even I don't even think that he offers to like pay him, does he? I think I don't, I don't like think so. so. So in Jurassic Park, which I think sort of has a similar setup, the guy's like, "I'll fund your research. I'm a billionaire, and I'll I'll fund your research, and I know that that's hard to do. So, you know, I'll I'll help you out with a big private donation." This other guy's just like on the couch, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't have anything to do." Right. And uh, so there's this, it's, it's funny because there's, so the hollow earth has some sort of gravity switch up. It, it doesn't, it's, it, they it doesn't call make it sense. inverted gravity, yeah, which it, I think is just, and it I, doesn't make sense. It doesn't mean anything. It's very confusing. Um, and it's basically this big, it like hurts you really bad when you go into inverted gravity. It does this like big bomb explosion thing. And so to go, you, you have to have this special vehicle and he's like, so he's like, well, I can't go in because they have inverted gravity. And then it's like, oh, I have an inverted gravity vehicle. And then the inverted gravity plays absolutely no role. It's like, why did you write that in? <laughs> what, what was the point of the inverted gravity? It was really just to have cool CGI. I was like, of like an upside down oh, world, exactly, and like in in a regular world, and you can have them together, and it, yeah, the it sky's in the middle. It's like, very strange. It's it is simply just. Like to explain a way that you're like, this looked really cool when we drew it. Right. So like, I would like to do this. (laughs) So they get to the hollow earth, you know, Kong is leading the way to the energy field or whatever, which they have to enter through the middle of Antarctica. Yes. And they're not wearing anything. Yeah. It's like the, the little girl has a hood on and then most of the other people don't even have that. Right. And like like the they specifically said the middle of Antarctica and like I at at a point in time I was like they're not wearing any clothes. I should see how hot it gets like in Antarctica. And I was like, "Oh, like I guess last year they had a record breaking. It was 65 degrees." But like then upon further research, like that was that's just like the m- northernmost tip of Antarctica. The middle of Antarctica stays in the negatives and mm-hmm. is like at like I think yesterday or Wednesday when we watched it, it was negative sixty five degrees. Yeah, and so, so just like like unbearable so, right. yeah, for and any so, human being. And so when you enter through negative sixty five degrees, um, and that's the middle of Antarctica, which is also the key hole to the or to the hollow earth. The hollow earth. Um, you should be wearing at least a beanie. Yeah, like, no, like a like scarf. Like, yeah, yeah, a scarf. yeah. There should be a little. Yes. They're just raw dogging it, like it's nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, a little dubious. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> so they get to the Hollow Earth, and then they get betrayed. And the person who's working for, I believe it's his daughter, right? The it, uh, I actually don't know that. I think it's Is the it? scientist's daughter, technically. Not the scientist, the corporation guy. Right. Walter the, Simmons' Walter's. daughter or second-in-command at his company. Definitely somebody working for Apex. Yes. he She betrays them, steals the energy, and goes to uh, you take it back to Apex. But then Kong uh, gets mad and just 
crushes. That's like the first. Oh no, because they had battled on the ship before. Yeah, that. they battled on the ship. Yeah, but that was like they they when it starts to really pick up. Kong just gets them in his hand and just crushes them like a like sand basically, and it, and they just explode and die. Just pretty sick. And so Godzilla at this point is directly above them in Hong Kong because there isn't sort of well because it's a hollow earth. So like you're always directly above, right? But he's Godzilla's in Hong Kong because that's where the other Apex facility is. Everybody knows you got your two factories <laughs> for your nuclear research. You got your Pensacola factory <laughs> and your Hong Kong factory. And those are the two places that you can have factories. So that's, of course, naturally, that's where Godzilla goes next. After he blows up Pensacola factory, the only he, he has to go to Hong Kong. Where, what else, where else is he going to go? And, and when he arrives in Hong Kong, he gets out of the water just to destroy a bridge. For no it's reason. Great. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like he makes a point to, to stand up so that he just slices it with his, uh, with his back. Fins. Yeah, and he's just like, "Fuck this bridge." Yeah, Hong Kong. I'm here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, I'm, I'm you know those those things where they those like Instagram photos where someone gets to a new place and they're like, you know, Miami. I am in you. That's what Godzilla said. <laughs> Did, I am in you, do, Hong Kong. Does he even go originally to the Apex facility, or does he just start destroying Hong Kong? I can't remember at this point. It's sort of. Uh, is it ambiguous? I think, the- I think it's kind of a little of this, a little of that. Okay. I think that he is like walking around Hong Kong and in doing so, he's like blowing up everything, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But, but the, the big, the big thing, the big reveal here is, um, you know, Brian, uh, Henry, and Millie Bobby Brown and Guy from New Zealand, who's been in a lot of things that I've seen and I can't remember his name. Um, but and I'm not gonna look it up right now. Uh this yeah, this is sort of the B plot of the movie yeah. is them uh... But they entered the Apex facility in Pensacola. Yeah, the sort of and, post-Godzilla wreckage. Right. And uh and then they got into some random vehicle that then sent them to the Apex facility in Hong Kong, and they discovered that what they're working on to combat Godzilla, um, who who we also we forgot to mention, Godzilla's just been wrecking shit. There, yeah. he's, he's evil now, and nobody knows and, why, and nobody knows why. And uh, they have one line of dialogue that just says, uh, Titans can change just like humans. Which isn't true, Which, right? Which is right. just wrong. That's another... Kyle Chandler's character is routinely just wrong and stupid. <laughs> but yeah, that's what that's what Kyle Chandler's hypothesis is, which is wrong. He is incorrect. <laughs> just... He doesn't know anything about Godzilla. <laughs> um, yeah, he has not been able to study the mind of any Titan. Um, and And he's just making absurd claims. Like that. Like, maybe, but, like, where's your proof? Exactly. Like, He's yeah. saying that, like, he and Godzilla are, like, texting. Right. Like, that Godzilla's like, what do you fuck know? humans now. What? I've changed my mind. What are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. And then he's like, look, Godzilla said he changed his mind. People change. It's like the, again, it's like a cringy Instagram caption. <laughs> People ch- only stick with those who are by your side when you're poor. When you blow up. See who's with you when you were down or whatever. Like that's that's like what Kyle Chandler's lines are like. People change. Titans change just like people. <laughs> what are you talking about, moron? No. But what they discovered that Apex is working on to combat Godzilla is we all guessed it. 
Mechagodzilla. Which is, um, uh, he's introduced with this kind of amusing line of dialogue where <laughs> Brian Tyree Henry goes, whoa, it's Robo-Godzilla. And then the New Zealand kid's like, no, it's Mechagodzilla. <laughs> like, like as if somebody texted him, yeah, what, like, hey, we're exactly. building Mechagodzilla. Why, why would you know? First off, why would you know? And second off, what's the difference? Who? It's a robot Godzilla. Robo Godzilla is a perfectly accurate thing to call him. There's no official name. I assume they didn't send out like a press release so everybody knows officially it's Mechagodzilla. Right? Before keeping, they've even tested it. They're keeping it, it under wraps. <laughs> And then he's like, no. He like is like <laughs> being mean to him. I was like, come on, man. What? Like, why are you going to be mean about this Robo-Godzilla? No. <laughs> no, it's not Robo-Godzilla. It's Mecha-Godzilla. And he's like 14. Yeah. Like, that's like the, the, they're supposed to play like high school kids. And it's just so funny to yeah. be like... <laughs> it's just funny to think that a... a New Zealand high school, like a New Zealander who lives in Pensacola, Florida. Like, no, they didn't even live in Pensacola. They drove to Pensacola. I thought, but wasn't he at the wreckage? And like, so Brian Tyree Henry, uh, he lives in Pensacola. Yeah, because he works at the facility, which is how he gets the intel for his podcast. But they drove there because. Uh, he they had some tip or something. I don't know how they knew, but they took the car. Uh, anyway, I don't even remember. <laughs> but yeah, um, right. So also, hold on about so he's so Brian Tyree Henry. He's a he's a podcaster. He lives in Pensacola. He's an adult. He works in the apex. Like he like got a job there. Yeah. He like steals information to try to figure out like what they're go doing. And even he didn't know it was called Mecha Godzilla. Right. So like like <laughs> this fourteen year old punk yeah. who's like, you know like, he's like, no, it's Mecha Godzilla. It's like, dude, I stole the file. That's how I figured this out. As like, a <laughs> as a side note, so this the the kid is is from New Zealand. And one of the things that always really bothers me is when you have some foreign kid and you cast him as an American and then you make him do an American accent and they can't do it. And so it's just terrible. Is like it... in that Transformers movie. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. The, 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 the Irish, the Irish guy. guy. Yeah. Just miserable. <laughs> and so this one, just let him do it. In his, just let him speak in his normal accent and just never address it. It's fine. I th- it's I th- fine. I think that's what they did. Exactly. Oh, no, oh, you oh. Get, they get credit for that. Oh, oh, oh okay. They, okay, get, they get credit for just just have the kid talk the way he talks. It doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like it's, are... it's perfectly fine that the Godzilla universe has a kid from New Zealand who goes to school in Pensacola. That's perfectly fine. Right. No, yeah. 100%. I was like... But yeah, that Irish God, I I completely forgot about that. That dude, really, that was really bad. <laughs> who like really tried to also speak in like an American accent for like part of it, and then at some points was just like, nah, I'm Irish as shit. Also I'm had the go. weird dialogue about how his daughter was 15 or whatever. Yeah, and that, extremely and he, strange. And he kept the Texas state like like uh, consent law. Jesus, what a terrible bit that was. <laughs> Which um, which has nothing to do with the plot. Michael Bay is a <laughs> psycho. Like what? Because that's if you just write in that she's nineteen, it's fine. 
it's fine. Just write in that she's 19 and that he's 21. And, and then, then you have lives, one, one she off. She lives with her dad. Right, like, exactly. You it's, can still have the dad. fine. But no, they have the, the whole thing with the age of consent. Yeah, that was unhinged. So good on this movie for not falling into that easily avoidable trap. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so they, so, so they find, they find Mechagodzilla. Yes. So Mechagodzilla is controlled by sort of the second in command at apex. And he's, uh, which is an Asian guy specifically just to say Gojira. Yes. That's but, the entire purpose of the movie. We do get, you do get credit for that because a lot of times these movies don't even address that Godzilla is originally a Japanese property that has been brought over to America. And so that at least is a nice sort of callback to the extent that it can be, uh, you know, that the, obviously I, th- I feel like these movies don't make much of an effort to address the fact that Godzilla is sort of born from the fact that we dropped a nuclear bomb on them and killed a bunch of people. Yeah, but they didn't talk about that. They just said... Right. No, that, and that's like, my point, is that, like, since we don't address that, it was nice that they at least... Uh, I don't know. I don't... I, I gave, don't the, gave the little callback that Godzilla is, uh, is a Japanese... I mean, in the last two Godzilla monster. movies, there was a Japanese scientist who was like, he is our friend. Like, okay. the whole time, you know? And then he sacrifices himself f- for that. Ken um, Watanabe, yes. Right. So, like, this this felt like less of an effort A than, than, like, okay. what, what, than what those... Than what they had literally previously done. Sure. But um, he, he controls Mechagodzilla. <laughs> right. Until With, he doesn't. Until he doesn't. Mechagodzilla <laughs> goes rogue. And, uh, and then he, he... He gets killed, right? Him and... Walter Simmons both get well. Yeah, blasted. when when Mechagodzilla takes over, he gets electrocuted because right. he's like oh, he's like he's literally connected to, yeah. to Mechagodzilla. And then um, Walter Simmons is uh, just gets uh, blasted by the Godzilla laser, I believe, or a missile yeah. or something. Yeah, some some explosion that he does inside the containment area that is you know keeping him in. Exactly. So you get that, and then, uh, and then, so while that's happening, Kong and Godzilla are battling in Hong Kong. Um, you know, that's a pretty epic backdrop. You get this sort of neon lit up Hong Kong, which we looked up, and that really is what Hong Kong looks like, which is sick, which is pretty cool. Yeah, shout yeah. out to Hong Kong. You got a beautiful city. Yes, it looks very nice. And I want to go. Sorry that all your buildings got stepped on. Uh, it is what it is. Um, so Godzilla and Kong are duking it out, and the battle scene is is pretty great. And then, like we sort of alluded to earlier, Kong like sort of loses the battle, but there's a mutual respect. And then Godzilla, Mechagodzilla rather, appears out of nowhere, and it, of course, in Batman vs Superman fashion, Godzilla and Kong have to team up to fight Mechagodzilla. And and it happens in a very Martha way, yeah. where the deaf child goes runs into the middle of the battle in a similar way that Amy Adams ran into the middle of the battle, and then said, Godzilla's our friend. Right. And then exactly. Kong goes, oh! Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then gets up, and the two of them fuck up Mechagodzilla. Because right. that's the thing, because Mechagodzilla is kind of owning Godzilla, and Kong is just watching, like, 
yeah, I hate that guy. <laughs> yeah, Godzilla sucks. I'm, I'm mad at him. I don't want to be his friend at all. I'm glad he's getting his butt kicked. Right. <laughs> but then, yeah, she's like, no, 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 he's our friend. And he's like, Kong's like, all right, I, I guess you you sign language to me, so I have to, uh, I have to, uh, you know, come help now. Right. Um. So. And then, and then, pretty much after that happens, that's kind of that's the end of the movie. Um, at some, or well, oh wait, I mean, we'll be mentioned at the beginning. But Millie Bobby Brown, they're like, how do we beat Mechagodzilla? Because Mechagodzilla at this point's kind of kicking both of their asses. Yeah. Um, and then, like, it's it was established that Brian Tyree Henry had like a like a a bottle of whiskey Liquor, that yeah. like his that his like ex. Or it's not his ex, his dead yeah. wife, like yeah. his past wife, gave him, and uh, he was like gonna drink it when he gave up hope or something. Yeah, and and so he was like about to drink it, and then the New Zealand guy's like, "No, I have an idea," and he steals it from him, and he just dumps it out over right. like the computer board because they're like trying to figure out a way to they're like trying to hack it and like quite literally just like guessing passwords <laughs> yeah. to try and like hack into Mecha Godzilla's. Like, I guess I don't even know what you would do once you got in, right? Like on top of the fact that it's already established that he's separated from. But that. I don't think they. No, they did know that. They didn't know he was attached. They literally walked in the room. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, so who who knows? But, but so, that so, short circuits him and gives <laughs> Kong and Godzilla a chance to uh to fight back. Right. Which which is like literally, like that's all that happened. Like he he didn't. He didn't, that didn't, like, take him offline, that didn't do anything, which is, you know, I guess in a way that's good, but it also, like, didn't make sense why that had much of an effect on him if it's not going to just, like, shut him down. Right. You know, like, yeah. like when you, when you throw your water, or, like, when you put water on your laptop, it doesn't go, like, okay, okay, you can use fine. me again. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, it, it ruins it, is right. what it does. Right. Like, and, and so, um... So yeah, so that didn't make any sense. But they ultimately give, but but that's what happens in this world. In this version, where Godzilla and Kong are duking it out in Hong Kong against, and and then Mechagodzilla also exists. It just gives them a little jolt. Yeah. Um, freezes for a second, and then Kong and Godzilla fuck them up, and then they have this kind of like stare down, which would have been a perfect perfect opportunity for a kiss. I know, um, or I really would have liked to have seen that. And and sadly, they just kind of had this, like, real recognizes real type like, stare. And, and then and then Godzilla just is like, alright, I'm out. And Kong gets to go be at his new home, which is the Hollow Earth. Right. So we have Godzilla, King of Earth, Kong, King of Hollow Earth. Exactly. And and they get to they can live harmoniously. Um Yeah. 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 So that's a that's what we got, you know? Yes. Um I I feel like we've kind of covered our, our thoughts, but I mean I but I, I liked it. I had fun. I had Honestly, fun. Honestly, yeah. Like, it's uh you know, it's paced pretty well. We, you you said that the setup was boring, which I think is like kind of fair. But honestly, I, I mean, it's 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 stupid, but I feel like it's decently paced and yeah, that's uh, that's I it doesn't make more, sense. That's I, more what I meant. Not yeah. not that it's boring. It's I that basically it's just gave stupid. up on like trying to make sense of it almost immediately, right? Because it just 
it doesn't work. The Hollow Earth thing doesn't make sense. The Apex stuff doesn't make sense. None of it really makes any sense. The characters are mostly in the way as opposed to being interesting. And uh, the movie largely recognizes that and says, look, we, you know, we have to do this a little bit so that this can be a real movie. But like, you know, this is, this is about a lizard and a monkey doing battle. It's so great. <laughs> right. Lovely. And, and, and I'm glad that they started the battle early you know, it was like, yes. you know, 35-ish, 40 minutes in, battles happening, and it's like a long battle. And it's just like, all right, like, we're fucking in. And from yeah. that and from that moment on, I was not not a single uninteresting moment. I mean, like, bad moments were yeah. there for sure, but it was not uninteresting. For sure. And that's and that's what I, like, I enjoyed this movie for that. Like, it, it's, yeah. it's, if it's, I have it's to, like, really logical. be critical of it, it's bad. But, like, yeah. it was a lot of fun. Definitely something to watch with friends. Definitely For something. Sure. Definitely something. So hopefully, I mean, if you're at this point, hopefully you're just agreeing with us, right? Yeah. Like, hopefully you've saw the movie, listened to this podcast. You know, um, like it's 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 fantastic. But if you haven't seen it, get your boys together. You know, get some beers if you drink, and uh, you know, have a party. Watch the movie. It's uh, it's a lot of fun to watch with friends. You know, and watch Godzilla crush a spaceship or or uh, Kong crush a spaceship with his bare hands. Yeah, yeah, and then and then obtain an axe like fucking Thor. Like yeah. he's got like and a, so the that, way that, that, that they Godzilla like, can charge. Yeah, I was gonna say they like team up. Godzilla shoots his beam into the axe, which powers it up, and then he slices Mecha Godzilla's arms off. Banger. Yeah. It was fucking it was a like you thought that it was awesome when Cap got Mjolnir. This is better. Yeah. For this sure. is way better. <laughs> um, so again, be patient. Watch the setup and don't don't think anything. Yeah. Just... If 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 you need to make a call, make a call. If you need <laughs> to send a text message, read a read a funny tweet, go ahead. While there's, you're not missing anything, I promise. <laughs> but but once they start to battle, once Kong gets on the boat, all, all eyes on the screen. Do not miss it. Right. <laughs> um. Anything? Anything else you you got? Uh, that's all I can think. You know what? My here's sort of my closing thoughts. I went into this as a big Godzilla fan. That's my. That's who I was in the tank for was Godzilla, and I came out of this with a. A lot of respect for Kong. I think that Kong held his own. Godzilla recognized, hey, you know, you're a king too. We, we can both be kings. You can be the king of Hollow Earth. I'll be the king of the above ground Earth. And, uh, you know, even though I do think that Godzilla clearly showed his superiority, I do think that ultimately, you know, both are kings. Real recognize real. And, and, and Kong earned a lot of respect for me. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. Yes, you know, I, 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 I don't want to say that I hate Godzilla because I don't. I just was really pulling for Kong of the course. whole time. So it's it's not that it's not that I think Godzilla sucks or anything. To me, um, Kong, I just think's crafty, and I think that I, you know, uh, there's probably 
we probably missed this It's probably a deleted scene, but it wouldn't surprise me if Kong signed to Godzilla that he needs him to ice beam. Wow. Interesting. Like the, the battle axe, like, like, you know, yeah. I mean, well, if if, it clearly Titans know it, because there's no way that that six year old, like at the time, probably six year old, five year old girl taught him sign language. I I refuse to believe that. It's just an instinct. Interesting. It's just a thing that Titans know. And, and so he, was like Godzilla, I need your help. Um, Godzilla was like, I got you, um, and that's how that happened. I don't think that he learned it when Godzilla did it to him, and he stopped it with the battle axe. I think it was more of like a "I need you" moment, right? So Godzilla very crafty, and I respect him for that. Or sorry, Kong, Kong. very Kong very crafty. Godzilla very strong. Kong very crafty. Together, create something that can overpower Mecha Godzilla, as long as he short circuits. Yes, yeah, with the help of spilling water, <laughs> the ultimate undefeated power. Yeah. Um. So, uh, next week, next week we got we're gonna watch Citizen Kane and David Fincher's new film Mank, which is somewhat related to Citizen Kane. Somewhat. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I've been wanting to watch that movie for a while and I've been wanting to rewatch Citizen Kane for a couple of years and, and what better, what better time? Let's do it. What better time? So, you know, Citizen Kane considered by a lot of people to be the greatest movie of all time. The number one goat. Um, I don't know if I agree with that. Well, I, I know I don't, I personally don't agree with that, but it is good. So and I'm and I would like to watch it with you. Let's do if it. If you'll have me. Yeah, for sure. So sick. So we'll watch that. Um then after that we'll do some Oscar stuff. Well, after that we'll do Fincher stuff. Then some Oscar stuff and I'm looking forward to that and you know just in general I think we're going to have a good time. I think we will too. Anything else you want to say? That's all I got. Um should we close with the new song that Metallica wrote for us? Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. Have a good night, (laughs) y'all. See ya.